Good morning, everybody. Hi, how are well, Yeah, how are you? This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Don't forget seminars. We've got fantastic uh, seminars. You can go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, jeffgelmanseminars.com. And the first one coming up is, um, the next one coming up is in Pearson, Florida, on the 4th and 5th, just a couple weeks away, 4th and 5th of February. And you can get working spots and audit spots there, problem-solving seminars the difference um two full days and we'll turn the volume off over there let's get into the show common sense good morning everybody i wanted to talk about usually a single topic which i usually do <laughs> every morning and wait the wake the fuck up the Jeff show every morning from 8 a.m. to um, whatever sometimes only 30 minutes sometimes only 20 minutes sometimes I go on rants and they last for a little bit of time but I usually like to do single topic items and then expand on those and then answer some questions but our official Q&A is our, our official Q&A is um, Monday Wednesday and Friday and that is at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and that includes today Tonight we'll be doing that. It actually is night by then. That's the that's the interesting thing, and it's actually going to get even darker, darker and colder. It's okay. Florida Florida winter is not really winter. Doesn't count. I wanted to talk about choke chains today. Um, if you're familiar with a choke chain, what a choke chain is, because some people call prong collars choke chains, they're not. They're two separate tools. It's the difference. It's almost the same thing as let's say calling a prong collar a harness. It's not. It's two. It's two different things. A choke chain is literally a chain. You have to know where the chain is. It's C H A I N. Go into DuckDuckGo. Look up chain. Choke chain is a uh, training tool. It also could be theoretically a slip lead. Is also similar. So a slip lead is more similar to a choke chain than a choke chain is to a prong collar. So really don't like people confusing the two of them at all because they're very, very, very different. They are felt differently by the dog. They are felt differently um, in, by the handler. And it takes absolutely a lot of actually skill set to use a choke chain effectively. It takes a lot of skill sets. You can kill a dog with a choke chain. Prong collar, you can't hang a dog. You can't take away the oxygen of a dog with, with a prong. If you could, I mean, it would take, it would take a very long time. Where with a choke chain, I can probably kill a dog in less than a minute. Cause damage in 30 seconds. A choke chain, if you take a choke chain, if you put it on your finger and you engage it, it will go down all the way down to your finger. A prong collar, you can stick your whole arm through. On a prong collar, it like stops. It stops the actual choking effect. A choke chain creates distress in the dog. I'm not against, I don't want the band, not against them. Just don't use them. And I'm explaining why we don't use them. And, and folks that are not experienced handlers should understand why they shouldn't use them and what the difference is. The irony is that all these countries are banning prong collars. Meanwhile, at Westminster, in dog shows, 
they use mini choke chains. They're show leads, which choke the dog. A slip lead, which we often use, as do many other trainers, do just about every vet out there when they come into the waiting room to take your dog. Slip leads also can choke the dog. Not as quickly, historically, and but as a training tool, you're actually creating constant pressure on the dog's neck right here, usually just in one area, right there. Causes pressure, chokes you, it chokes the dog. You are choking the dog. Let's just get that right out there. You are choking the dog. So it's funny how a prong collar folks will say, oh, you're using pain, which is not the truth. Now, can it be uncomfortable? Yes. A choke chain, though, chokes the dog practically every time. Every time you use it, it chokes. Again, I'm not for banning of tools, but people should just know. People should know, and the marketplace should know. And for an unskilled handler, why is this doing this? Interesting. It happens again where I have to switch cameras. No idea why it does that, though. Hmm. Just lost my camera. Uh, not on Instagram, separate camera on Instagram. So it's important that folks understand what it does, what the purpose of the tool is. And it is a training tool, but also they should understand how it works. And it does work by choking the dog. And I'm only saying this because people love to throw out tools out there. People love to like speak very unhighly of a prong collar, but a choke chain and a slip lead from a handler standpoint, from an inexperienced handler standpoint, from an out of control dog standpoint, it's going to create the most distress in a dog. Just to let you know, how do I know this? Because I've had to hold dogs up in the air with a slip lead, with a dominant dog collar. It's the number one tool I will use on an aggressive dog just in case I have to neutralize the dog. But as an everyday training tool to teach all your obedience commands, it's a very challenging tool for a beginner or even experienced handler to use. And the action required to get a proper correction on them, it's pretty firm. If you've actually seen one used theoretically properly, you have to be pretty harsh with the dog where other tools you actually don't be the communication between the handler and the dog is much smoother is less um invasive and i'm the one that's like use the most effective but you're causing distress i've seen dog like choke a dog they go into distress Pop a dog on a prong collar, they're like, well, that sort of sucked and okay. So the communication is much clearer on a prong, on a remote, 
than on a choke. Now, a martingale collar is a limited choke. A martingale collar also chokes, but it doesn't constrict all the way down. And all you have to do again is take a choke chain, put it on your finger, like it starts out this big, and just pull the leash. It goes down as small as your finger. Imagine if that was the dog's neck. Take a prong collar, fit it properly on the dog, stick your whole arm through, guess what? It doesn't. It stays that size. It shrinks down about two inches. That's it. It automatically pops back when you let go of it. Choke chains a lot of times do not. So a lot of people yell and scream, you know, he uses prong collars, he uses prong collars. And I'm like, I know I do, because they're safe. It's like, why are you trying to make them out to do these evil things? They are safe. They are safer than a dog pulling on a martingale, dog pulling on a, on a slip lead, dog pulling on a flat buckle collar. They are safe tools. And you can feel differently, but as somebody that has actually used halters, I've used choke chains, I've used uh, uh, flat buckle collars, I have used martingales, I have used prong collars, I have used e collars, I have actually used no collar whatsoever on the dog. So when you've got somebody in the trenches for 20 years, and I'm not the only one with thousands of dogs, you sort of get to know what's going to be effective. And a lot of owners left to their own devices with an out-of-control dog with just a choke chain they're going to struggle. Damage can and does happen to a lot of dogs. Their esophagus gets squished and squished and squished. Uh, a prong collar, which has been specifically designed not to do that, I just find it interesting that there's such an uproar and it's all because it looks barbaric. Let's just admit it. Let it let's just admit it. Because if people think that a prong collar is creating pain, discomfort, and fear, can it? Yes. But I can also create pain, discomfort, and fear with the collar of your choice. So, and we're not going to talk about harnesses because harnesses are not for obedience training and behavior modification. They're for holding on. That's all they are. That's all they're for or for they're encouraging the dog to pull. That is what they are for. That is what they are for. So that's not even, and anyone that likes to throw that in is like, you're not knowledgeable about dog training. You just use it because your dog doesn't pull you down possibly, but you're not training your dog. Just wanted to point that out to everybody. That's all. That's what I got. So I got to feel this wonderful Friday, another day, starting out cool, getting warm. Rumble, good morning, Rumble. How are you, Allison? Good morning, Allison. How are you? If you're not following me on Rumble, please do. And looks like I'm on the wrong Rumble channel for some reason. Hmm. It's very, very interesting how I showed up on that channel. A lot of uh, technical stuff this morning. Interesting. And on Instagram, 
Instagram. You're gonna ask me any questions, ask some questions. Instagram, uh, let's move right over to um, YouTube and to Facebook. We stream on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. Um, Stucklebun says, good morning, good morning. How are you, Beth? Good morning. Oh, Stucklebun, I hope you're, today's your working interview. Hope that works out for you today wonderfully. Jojo, good afternoon. Brittany, good morning. Constance, good morning, beautiful people. Yes. Uh, Billy, two dogs and a dude. Good morning, good morning. How are you? Heather, good morning. Constance, I struggle with using any collar that tightens and relaxes other than a prong because the dog always ends up with a leg through it or through the waist. It's me, Heather Aaron. Um, yeah, that's bad sizing. Constance, that's bad sizing. Because the way a choke chain should work is it should just about slip over the dog's head and it should sit there pretty snug, but there's enough leverage where there's only gonna be, like if the dog can put its leg through, it's the wrong size, then it's just the wrong, that's just wrong sizing. That's just wrong sizing. So that shouldn't happen at all. So that starts with the sizing issue. Not even, that's not even a tool issue anymore. Now we have a sizing issue, which is important, which is important. That's sort of like uh, Angelo started an internship at a cafe and um, we had to go out and buy him clothes because we don't have like, wear shorts and t-shirts, you know, but he wanted to have to look presentable. And so we had a sizing issue with clothes. So, yep, those are a pair of pants. Those are the same color that we ended up buying, but it was a sizing issue because he's so skinny and now he's getting tall, anything that fits. So his waist is like, he's 11 years old. His waist is like a seven or eight, sometimes a six to seven the way they're making children's clothes now they're making them for children that have got weight on them um and they're not making it for in shape or thinner um kids so then the the the, the waist will fit but then he's got you know all that room at the bottom where there's no pants and they may look terrible so we finally found him some um pants that have got uh you can tighten up the waistband yeah but that's never anything going on in the clothing industry with um, what's going on with our um, population where, with um, uh, obesity. Um, Amy, hi, I train my adult dog with a prong and absolutely love it despite the pushback from grumpy people. I think it's me. Yeah, don't, don't care. Like that's, that's, that's one thing. I mean, kudos to you, Amy, but I'm always amazed by people that don't use something because some people don't think it's right. It's like, who cares? Like, I don't really care. I don't, I don't care if my neighbor or my parents or someone thought that like they, they, they disapproved. Who gives a shit? Tell me if their own fucking dog and train it any, any way they want to. Now I have a pup and I'm wondering at what age should I be using it with her? Um, usually it you know depends on the size of the dog. You get your bigger dogs that are already upwards towards 20 per pounds. You can start using a 2.25 millimeter. But also the biggest thing I always tell people is don't rely you should be relying on the equipment. You should be relying on the training. That's going to be really, really important. All right. Good morning, Ange. That's really important. Darro says, great explanation of how those collars work. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, and anybody can just grab a collar and see for themselves. That's the cool thing. It's like, you don't have to take my word for it. Just get, get all these collars. Get all these collars. Line them all up. Understand how they work. Literally understand how these tools work. It's so important that folks understand how dog training itself works because then you don't want to rely. It's the biggest fault, not the, the biggest fault, 
One of the biggest issues is folks are relying too much on their tools and not on their training. That's what's really important. So we want you to rely on your training. Um, da -da -da. Great explanation. Good. Snuggle Bun says, thank you. It all starts an hour. Awesome. Constant and reviews to choke chain. You saved me with a slip please by showing us the British ones with a tap to hold in place. But for dog shows, I hate the required leads. Yeah, so that's the thing though is, but that just keeps the dog, the, the slip lead with the slider keeps the slip lead from getting too big so the dog doesn't actually stick its paw through, but it does not prevent it from going down too tight. Good morning, Joel. How are you? I'm watching the dental hygiene routine in the morning. Oh, okay, great. Put it you put it next to the all the shit that I leave in the sink, supposedly. Um, Beth says, "You mentioned harnesses. Do you use them? No, absolutely not. I just said I don't use them. Beth, why aren't you paying attention? No, I don't use harnesses at all. Why don't I? And if you want to know why I don't use them, because they're not training tools." That's why it's not a training tool. Now, if you if I was doing tracking, harness, bite work, you use a harness, pulling, harness. Um, if I was doing a stability service dog, um, I would have a special harness for them. But a harness is not a training tool. It's important that folks understand that. You're using, you are empowering the dog to use all of its muscle mass. And someone's like, well, that's why I use the easy walk harness. Do you mean the one the marketing department came up with to call? It's still not going to, it's not a training tool. It's so important. So many people are pulled over by harnesses. Um, what situations would you use a choke chain? I would never use a choke chain. I would never use a choke chain. I would use a, um, the closest thing to a choke chain I would use is a slip lead. And that's once a dog is trained, I do that because I don't have to rely on it that much. And for our dangerous dogs, I would use a dominant dog collar. You know what that is? Again, there's something on the internet. You can look it up. What's the difference between that and a choke chain? Because that is a, I use that as a backup. That's not my, that's not my main thing. It's not my main thing at all. But I actually find that it, that it actually, I use it for one thing only, to take away the oxygen of the dog. That's what I use it for. So why would I want to do that? If I'm dealing with a highly aggressive dog. Um, Constance says dental hygiene is important. Oh, I know that. You're talking to someone that's 57 years old that's never had a cavity in his life. Oh, I'm very aware. But nobody does it better than Joelle. She had the cleanest teeth in the country. Um, Beth Rice says, not enough coffee. Sorry. Oh, that's not good. You definitely don't want to show up to the show without coffee. Um, Von Fraunhofer, German Shepherds. Good morning. Prong should be layered in at what age? I use the 6 to 18 weeks. Your thoughts? Yeah, you can go even younger. Something too young? Okay. Well, ask them why. So if someone thinks that a 16 to 18 weeks, so 18 weeks is already four and a half months old. And, you know, you've got German Shepherds. So that's a dog's already decent size. So if a person says, I think 16 to 18 weeks is too young, ask them why. Why? 
Why is he too young? My dog's pulling me down the street. I'm not a very um, skilled um, handler, for instance. Um, and um, I don't know what training tools to use. I'd like to use a prong because I used it on my other dog and I was, I was able to get better control over my dog while I was training it. You're not, you're not gonna hurt the dog. So if the issue is don't use it for a dog so young because you'll hurt the dog, that's a lie. No, you won't. No, you won't. Absolutely not. Nope. Now, oh, so you mentioned about harnesses? Yeah. Eight-week-old puppy, put a harness on it. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm doing all food training with with a leech crag. I'm doing all just reps of food training. I'm using the dog's food drive. Um, their daily their daily meals are fed through training. I just have something that's holding on to them. That's it. But I wouldn't use a harness for any training whatsoever. Um, so how young? You can use a prong on a 14-week-old Rottweiler, Corso, German Shepherd. Um, all these large stronger bully breeds. Absolutely. This says, good morning, y'all. Good morning. Um, Allison, my brother's on over on Rumble. My brothers had the same issue growing up. Tiny waist and tall as bean poles. Then I possibly fight clothes on them. It drove my mom crazy. Yeah. So I'm just going to buy clothes and just have them brought in, uh, brought in at, the, at the waist. I can do that myself. It's no big deal. But we also have a great um, seamstress right down the street from us. I'll just drop them off there. But yeah. Like in fact, I just got him a pair of pants when I was, we were in California and already they're four inches. He's growing. He's like growing right now. So it's four inches. I think he wore those pants twice. Waste of fucking money. Um, Carlos, what's the difference between a choke chain and a dominant dog collar? Um, just the chain part and um, a dominant dog collar does not slip over the dog's head. The dominant dog collar actually sits snugger on the dog's neck. And we use the dominant dog collar as an emergency tool if a, an aggressive dog comes after us or another dog. That's the purpose. So we don't use it as an everyday um, training tool. And Von Fraunhofer says thanks. So you're welcome. Over on Instagram. People watching, nobody joining. Nobody joining. Don't forget Jeff Gelman seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Also, we just launched a um, this week a socialization course. If you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, you can see our socialization course and be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for. Be on the lookout for the new coaching course that's going to be launched. We're only opening it up to maybe 15 people. It will sell out. It's for December. It's four consecutive weeks. Um, on Saturdays, I believe, we're doing it. And it's group coaching. And it's game-changing. It's about a personal growth, self-worth, prosperity issues, business, obviously dog training that we get into is, you know, finding a client. It's fantastic. So, and then we also offer payment plans on that. So... And it's going to be probably half price of the future coaching courses that we offer. So 2024, we're doing big coaching. So be prepared for that because it's a game changer for your life. And that's what I've got for you today. This wonderful, beautiful Friday. 
Everybody have a great weekend. I think the weather's supposed to be nice. Baby's not born yet. Joel's sister, if anybody that wanted to know, but probably today. Probably today. And camera's gone again. And I do not know. What's going on? It's so funny. It's so funny because we don't usually use lose the camera at night, but we're losing it during the day. It's so weird. All right. See everybody take care. Have a fantastic, wonderful weekend. I will see everybody tonight. If you join us at the What Would Jeff Do show at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there's a lot going on in the world. Pay attention. Take care. Bye all.